world updates from the oval an indian court in gurgaon city has summoned chinese company alibaba and its founder jack ma in a case filed by a former employee who alleges he was wrongfully fired after objecting to what he saw as censorship and fake news on company app a volunteer church assistant has admitted to set the fire that severely damaged a gothic cathedral in nantes france although his motive still remains a mystery the 39 year old is an asylum seeker from rwanda who has lived in france for several years he was arrested saturday after laboratory analysis determined that arson was the likely cause of the blaze poland will withdraw from a european treaty aimed at preventing violence against women the country's justice minister big news yobro said the document known as the istanbul convention was harmful because it required schools to teach children about gender british prime minister boris johnson will roll out a 10 million british pound anti-obesity campaign named as better health from july 27th which includes junk food advert bans following his own brush with death that he partially blame on his weight three people were killed saturday when an ultralight airplane crashed into a multiple family house in western germany german state north rhine-westphalia police said that the light aircraft crashed into into the roof of the building containing five dwellings in the town of wiesel eyewitnesses said that the aircraft had collided with a hot air balloon all warfare is based on deception hence when we are able to attack we must seem unable when using our forces we must appear inactive when we are near we must make the enemy believe we are far away when far away we must make him believe we are near no this is not a dialogue from any film but a very famous saying by well known chinese strategist sun zu and the quote can't find any more relevance than the story we are about to share with you this is the story of a bell educated student who turned a spy for the chinese government with a modus operandi that one might not easily catch on a lot changes in a day and so we must know it hello friends you have tuned into the world as we know it presented by the oval a daily news capsule of updates from around the world so let's get started with all that happened on 26th of july starting the updates with the largest continent of the world that is asia australia formally disregarded china's territorial and maritime claims in the disputed south china sea australia in a declaration to the united nations said that the claims had no legal basis Other countries that contest China's claim in the waters are Brunei, Malaysia, Philippines, Taiwan, and Vietnam. To resume the border travel, Singapore and Malaysia finalized arrangements for the long-term pass holders and travelers on essential or official business. The applications will kick off on August 10th. Both also agreed to develop a proposal for daily commuters crossing the border for work. Before the lockdown or COVID-19 restrictions were imposed, over 300,000 people crossed the land checkpoints between the two countries every day. After earning heaps of praises for controlling the deadly coronavirus, Vietnam is once again 
back on high alert after the nation's first locally transmitted COVID-19 case was detected in three months in Danang. The country's total case load is 416, that is 416, while it reported zero deaths from the virus. The newly detected case turned out to be a 57-year-old man from Danang, a tourist hotspot. Another 103 people who came in contact with him were tested but all returned negative results. Quite a marvelous thing. Well, Muhammad Rehan Kabir, a Bangladeshi man who was arrested and will be deported by for being a part of and criticizing the government over its treatment of undocumented immigrants in an Al Jazeera documentary. 25-year-old Rehan was arrested by the country's intelligence unit on Friday. Titled Locked Up in Malaysia's Lockdown, the documentary investigated undocumented immigrants that it said were at risk during the coronavirus pandemic. Now the big story of today is Dixon Yeo, a Singaporean PhD student enrolled at the Lee Kuan Yew School of Public Policy travels to Beijing for a presentation on Southeast Asia politics, where he gets a job that would ultimately change his life. He was recruited by Chinese intelligence operators. The individuals told that they were China-based think tanks and offered him money in exchange for political reports and information. He refused to sign the contract. He however continued to work for the Chinese operatives, who told him that they sought non-public info which they called scuttlebutt, a slang term for rumors and gossip. The method EO used to track down the potential people was a professional networking website for people with resumes and job descriptions. Yes, you're guessing it right. LinkedIn. He lured vulnerable job seekers on the platform with fake job postings. EO even told US law enforcement officers it felt almost like an addiction. In one case, EO recruited a civilian working with the US Air Force and dug up information about the geopolitical implications of the Japanese purchasing F-35 aircraft from the US. Another case involved a US Army officer who shared that he was traumatized by his military tours in Afghanistan. The officer even wrote a report for EO on how the withdrawal of US troops from Afghanistan would impact China. EO was paid thousand US dollar to two thousand US dollar for each report. He was finally arrested in November last year and on July 24th. He pleaded guilty to one charge of acting within the US as an illegal agent of a foreign power. Singapore Prime Minister Lee Zien Lung flagged a possible delay in his plan to step down due to the novel coronavirus pandemic. The 68-year-old leader said that he might have to postpone his handover to a successor by the time he is 70. His most likely successor is Deputy Prime Minister Heng Sui Kiat, who retained the Finance Ministry in the Cabinet Lung announced on Saturday. Lung's PAP retained a large parliamentary majority in the July 10th general elections. The staff of the United States Consulate in Chengdu made some final efforts to 
empty the premises on Sunday ahead of a Monday deadline ordered by Beijing. The closure of consulates in both the United States and China have escalated a bitterness in ties between the world's two biggest economies. China's order to shut the U.S. consulate in Chengdu came on Friday after the U.S. announced the closure of Chinese consulate in Houston, Texas. Kyrgyzstan's human rights defender Azim Zan Askarov, who was serving a life term on charges of involvement in ethnic violence, died at the age of 69. The United Nations Human Rights Committee and international human rights organizations have continuously urged the nation to release him seeing the deteriorating health. Now let's have the freshly brewed updates from European continent. Two-time Oscar-winning actress Olivia de Havilland passed away at the age of 104 on Sunday at her home in Paris. The Gone with the Wind actress had a career spanning over six decades in Hollywood in which she undertook roles ranging from an unwed mother to a psychiatric inmate in The Snake Pit. Havilland won her first Oscar in 1946 for her performance in To Each His Own. Meanwhile, the second win came three years later for the Harris. French PM John Cast announced the launch on the spot fines for drug users, particularly targeting cannabis starting September. The 200 euro fixed fine will reduce to 150 euro if paid within 15 days. France is one of the leading consumers of cannabis in Europe. Mr. Kath said the system would come in at the start of the beginning of the school year after the summer break. The 42nd Berlin Pride on Saturday was held online due to the ongoing, of course, coronavirus pandemic. To mark the event, a studio with a live stage was created at the House of Statistics in the centrally located Alexanderplatz in German capital. Pride celebrates LGBTIQ rights across the globe. In Germany, it is known as Christopher Street Day in memory of the events of June 1969 when LGBTIQ New Yorkers fought back against police who had stormed the city's stone wall in bar on Christopher Street. A Norwegian man shook up the world's world records as he performed Elvis Presley's song for 50 hours 50 minutes and 50 seconds straight in an online competition. Kale Henning Bjornstad, known by his stage name Kale Elvis, completed the marathon at a pub in central Oslo. He broke the record of German singer Thomas Curtis Gathier, who in 2004 created a record of 43 hours, 11 minutes and 11 seconds. Russian President Vladimir Putin said that their navy would be armed with hypersonic nuclear strike weapons and underwater nuclear drones. The weapons include the Poseidon underwater nuclear drone, designed to be carried by submarines and the Zircon hypersonic cruise missiles, which can be deployed on surface ships. Spanish Foreign Minister Arancha Gonzalez Laya said that the country is safe for travel after Britain imposed a two-week quarantine on travelers returning from there. She said that the government will try to persuade Britain to exclude the Balearic and Canary Islands from the quarantine measures. 
Portuguese government issued the situation of alert on Monday and Tuesday as over 850 firefighters struggled to put out a fire sweeping across part of the country's central region. The municipality of Oliros is ablaze since Saturday afternoon. There's a ban on lightning, fires, and access to forests will be limited. Well, friends, if you want to listen a blaze from all around the world in very quick time with just your earphones or even your speakers plugged in, so please follow, subscribe, and like our post on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Telegram, YouTube, and all other social media platforms with username at the rate Oval the Global. If you want to get those updates in image format, you can follow our Instagram or Facebook pages or even Telegram channel. And if you want to listen to the news with other apps to work in background or even you work simultaneously, you can go to our Spotify handle where you can have more information about the world while you do other things also. My friends, you know how to use social media in a knowledgeable and productive ways. So just go to at the rate over the global. Let's grab the updates from pair of new world of 16th century. That is America's new world. America was named as new world after its invention by the Italian navigator Christopher Columbus. Yes. So the billionaire CEO of Tesla and SpaceX, Elon Musk, admitted to his role in the coup against former president of Bolivia, Evo Morales, so that he can access lithium from the South American country. He tweeted, we will coup whoever we want. Since lithium is used in battery making and is critical component of electric vehicles. Evo Morales has been ousted from power since November 2019. Chile will conduct safe plebiscite on October 25th to answer if they approve or reject to replace the current constitution which was elaborated during the Augusto Pinochet dictatorship during 1974-1990. Chile's Interior Ministry's Undersecretary Juan Francisco Gali assured that the country will follow its health protocol with safety during the plebiscite and COVID-19 pandemic. Cuba's President Miguel Diaz-Canel remembered the Cuban revolutionary leader Fidel Castro on National Rebellion Day. On July 26, 1953, a group of young revolutionaries led by Fidel Castro stormed the military fortress of Guillermoan Moncada and Carlos M. de Cespedes. Cuban rebellion of 1953 was one of the milestone events of Latin America. The health minister of the Mexican state of Chihuahua, Dr. Jesus Grazeda, has died nearly two weeks after he was hospitalized with COVID-19. Chihuahua governor Javier Corral wrote on Facebook on Sunday morning, saying Krasada had died of heart failure. Southern state of USA, Texas, has been facing Hurricane Hana since late Friday night. A storm surge was expected to hit a 482-kilometer stretch of shoreline from the town of Sargent in the north to Port Mansfield in the south. The National Hurricane Center, that is NHC, reported about hurricane. The storm could dump upwards of 18 inches of rain in the area through Monday. 
Now let's have the updates from the continent Africa. Somalia on Saturday ousted Prime Minister Hassan Ali Khairi in a vote of no confidence backed by 170 of the 178 MPs for he failed to pave the way towards fully democratic elections. President Muhammad Abdullahi Farmayu, who had appointed Khair as the Prime Minister in February 2017, also backed the decision. After his ouster, Deputy Prime Minister Mahadi Mohammad Gulayed was appointed as the Acting Prime Minister of the country. Tunisian President Kais Saeed named a 46-year-old lawyer, H.M. Mechichi, as the new Prime Minister-designate of the country. He replaced Elias Fakfak, who tendered his resignation earlier this month over an alleged financial scandal. Former Tanzanian President Benjamin Kapa, who passed away at the age of 81 on Friday, died of heart attack. His family said while dispelling rumors that he had COVID-19. William Ario, a family member, revealed that he was suffering from malaria, not COVID-19. France opened a probe into the alleged crimes against humanity by a top former Rwandan military official, Alios Tiviragbo, during the 1994 genocide that left at least 800,000 people dead. Prosecutors said an investigation was opened after Tiviragbo was found hidden in the suburbs of the city of Orleans. In 1994, a plane carrying Rwandan President Juvenal Habyarimana was shot down in Kigali on April 6, 1994, unleashing the genocide that took thousands of lives. The Dakar Youth Olympic Games were postponed to 2026, that is 2026, due to COVID-19 after an agreement between the International Olympic Committee and Senegal. The games were earlier scheduled for 2021. And the last region for updates in today's list is Middle East. Heavy rains and flash flooding have hit almost all Yemeni provinces killing at least 14 people till Sunday. The largest death toll was recorded in the western province of Hodida where 13 people died and more than 35 houses in three districts were destroyed. Yemen's capital Sana'a is also severely hit with the flood. Two explosions hit a military base in Baghdad where Hasht al-Shabi, which is a popular mobilization force, and police forces are based. Iraq's security media cell said that in a statement that two different explosions took place at the Al-Sakr military base on the Baghdad Hilla Road. Eight people were killed and 19 people were wounded in a bomb blast that exploded on Sunday morning in a, in a vegetable market in a northern Syrian border town controlled by Turkey-backed opposition fighters. Syria state news agency Sana said that the explosion was caused by a car bomb while Britain-based Syrian observatory says, observatory says that it was caused by a motorcycle. Iran officially launched the Kyrgyzstan-Tajikistan-Afghanistan-Iran that is KTAI corridor as it sent two cargoes from Shahid Raji port in the southern port city of Bandar Abbas to Kyrgyzstan for the first time through the corridor. 
It was launched by Islamic Republic of Iran Custom Administration, that is IRCA, in collaboration with the International Road Transport Union (IRU) and ECO under the framework of TIR Convention. In Jordan, Amman Prosecutor General Hassan Abdallah ordered a two-year closure of the headquarters of the Teachers Association of the Nation, its branches and offices nationwide. The active Teachers Association have been organizing actions, agitations against the Jordanian government demanding it honors a 2019 agreement to raise the wages of teachers. At the rate over the global, just type this username in your every social media account and you can get more world's updates on just one platform and even within 30 minutes. If you liked our content, please like, follow, subscribe and more importantly, share it with all the people you know. Because sharing of knowledge is equally important with its knowing. Check out and follow our Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, Telegram, YouTube, Spotify and every other social media accounts with the handle at the rate over the global. Share it with your people. Also, if you have any suggestion, be our guest. We hear over the comments. Thanks a lot for listening to us. Keep reading and keep knowing because only knowing cures most of our problems and keep sharing this show with your people.